0: Tēnā koutou. you're listening to a Tātai Ahorau, Core Education Podcast.
1: Tēnā koe, ko Rochelle My name's Rochelle and I'm part of Tātai Ahorau. I'm here today with Anne Canelli and Kath Dillahunty. They are part of Tātai Ahorau and often work as well-being facilitators. Kia ora kōrua. can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what does that mean in terms of being a well-being facilitator? Kia ora Shaukua,
2: and tō What a privilege to talk to you today about a space that's so much a passion and a way of life for me now. I was very fortunate to grow up with a very positive mum who instilled that in me. And I've always been innately curious about why some people are well and some have to work hard on being well and I'm just delighted to be in this space learning, growing with Denise and Lucy in the New Zealand Institute of Wellbeing Resilience Training and so passionate to walk alongside kāiakō in this privileged space, being well, moving from functioning to flourishing. Thanks Rochelle. Kia ora.
0: How about yourself, Kath? Kia ora Rochelle, kia ora Anne. Ko Kath And a bit like Anne, I have always been attracted to this wellbeing space and all my years as an educator, it's always been my passion and focus to be educating in a holistic way, mind, body and spirit. And so, like Anne, I was super excited when I had the opportunity to train with NZIWR in this wellbeing and resilience space. And for me, I think... The excitement just continues because it's a space where I just keep learning every day of the evidence-based strategies and tools that support people personally and professionally and I just love journeying with people to see how they can make it work for them and build long-term systemic change for themselves and the people they work with, Farno communities, colleagues.
1: Oh, kia ora kōrua. I really like your whys, but I'm also wondering, what does that look like? So what are some ways you've boosted your own personal well-being in the last 24 hours? Kath, could you share with us?
0: Well, probably for me, two of the main things that I've done to boost my well-being in the last 24 hours, music. I love music. So listening to music. I've had classical music on in my earpods when I was trying to do a bit of focused mahi. But I've also had very loud music playing in my car and I've sung along as I've moved from A to B a few times and in the last 24 hours. And it just fills my spirit and boosts my well-being. The other thing I do every day is I move. The last 24 hours I've been for a walk and a run, walk and run, that's at the same time, along the beach both yesterday morning and today. And I was really inspired about 10 or so years ago by a quote from Billy Graham who runs a boxing academy in Nainai Nai with youth. And he said, it's better to go for a walk than not go for a run. And that really inspired me to keep moving every day, even if it's only 10 or 15 minutes. That's me. How about you, Anne?
2: Oh, kia ora, Kath. I think I'm going to hang on to that quote. It's a good one for me. For me, it's... Just so important for me to get out. So this weekend has been about getting out in the garden. I just love the seasons, love the change, love daylight saving, love sunrise and sunset. Planted so much out in my garden over the weekend. Then there's minus three frost this morning, so not sure how that's going to go. Getting out there, just walking around the garden. And if I'm away for work or travelling, walking around the garden, looking over someone's fence, seeing what's growing there. But for my moving, which is so important
1: to me, whenever I can, I get on my paddleboard or on my bike. Oh, kia ora kōrua. Kath, your quote reminds me of, I'd heard the quote, you know, don't let the great get in the way of the good. And I often do that where I think, I'm going to do an hour's worth of yoga. And then unsurprisingly, I didn't. So now I go, I'm going to do 10 minutes every morning. And because I've set myself 10 minutes, often it ends up being 20 or 25. But because it's such an achievable amount, then it actually happens. While, as you say, sort of better to do 10 minutes of yoga than not do an hour of yoga.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly.
1: What do you find helpful to boost your well-being at work, And What works for you?
2: spend so much time in front of a screen and when I'm not in front of a screen I'm usually on my way to school which is sitting sedentary in the car so most important for me is taking regular breaks every day I can't wait till Friday to pack in some wellbeing. it's every day for me so I take breaks I get out in nature and if you know me you know I photograph it as it's happening I'm always stopping grabbing a photo of something flowering a sunrise a sunset fog anything, a bird, a tui and macaw fire tree out my window right now and the the beauty of those photos is that I get to savour the experiences. I can look back and really enjoy moments that have brought me joy and that sustains me as I wait for the next moment which is a monarch on the tree outside my window.
1: I was aware with your photographs I was thinking you're also practicing mindfulness in terms of being in the moment when you're doing it, aren't you? Even if it's not for a very long time, it must be helpful for that.
2: Yeah, kia ora Rochelle. I really like that you mentioned that. I've often been challenged for the amount of times I take photos and I might miss the moment. But for me it deepens the moment. I look at the moment in a different way through my lens and then I get to relive it and relive it.
1: Kia ora. Kath, have you got other ways that you help to boost your well being at work?
0: Yes, for me, a lot of it comes down to one of the things that Anne mentioned about savouring. For me, it's about carving out time in my day, especially on those busy days when it's all a bit nuts, to take a break and really savour a hot drink and get some fresh air and sunshine if I can find it. Even if it's just for 10 minutes, I always say, but some days, to be real, five minutes is even enough to fresh air, savouring my hot drink gives me a real boost, and I love quotes. The you can't drink from an empty cup literally and figuratively works for me. You've got to keep filling your cup every day. Another way I find helpful is to make sure I intentionally make time to connect with people face to face, especially when I've had lots of online mahi or I've got a bit stuck in my own head or I've had lots of hui. I Look in my calendar, I look in other people's calendars and I make time to connect or I connect with the people I'm working with face-to-face. So making time for whanangatanga is really important to me.
1: Oh, kia ora. I remember a sort of a series of tips that you gave us at work and webinars and I definitely took that on board and I've been a lot better at the micro breaks and also physically leaving my computer, sitting and eating my lunch on the grass, sitting in nature, and just five or ten minutes. And some days it is only five minutes. But again, it's really made a massive difference to me. So I I really appreciate those very practical, realistic (laughs) tips. Because sometimes tips can be, do this. And I think, ah, (laughs) I'm a busy working mother with two teenagers. That sounds like a great plan, but I can't do that. But your tips are always very practical and something quite bite-sized that I can incorporate, so that is great. I was just also thinking about what are the two of you seeing that successfully contributes to building collective resilience and well-being in learning environments that you work with?
0: Kilda, ora, Rochelle. Well, in the learning environments I have been working with and am working with, embedding staff hui or syndicate hui or team hui boosters into every. That they have is really making a difference. Just five minutes where they might share something or someone they're grateful for, notice and acknowledge each other's strengths. Some people create a strengths wall, setting up an activity to do together, going for a wellbeing walk. The activity might be I heard one workplace that created hot chocolates, they had all the ingredients out to make hot chocolates, a yoga session, a breathing session, a sasa as you come in, a bit of um, moving and music, all of those things that boost people's wellbeing and connect them, the phenonga tanga. The other really key thing that really does seem to help build wellbeing and resilience in workplaces is by having time allocated to have a korero about something that's really an organisational factor that they can control and they can have a korero about and then do something about. So they come up with an action and they regularly review it, maybe every two to three weeks. And that does seem to make a huge difference. And a couple of learning environments that I've been working with say that they've noticed that the great thing about allocating this time is that the huge amount of mahi and the overwhelm and overtiredness that Kayakor might be experiencing doesn't change. But how they feel about it and how they feel about being together within this overwhelmed space is different And that's due to the kōrero and the wherangatanga. So they're probably my two key points that really make a difference.
2: Oh, kia ora, Kath and Rochelle. I touch and connect with so much of what you've just touched on then. And we've got one precious life. It's not a trial run. And I so love that wellbeing is an innate part of every day, each and every day. So really identify with what you're saying. I get so excited when I see the Tanga teams coming together and dedicating time to start with what they're grateful for. The appreciative inquiry approach, what they're grateful for, what can we build on. Then touching on what's their fuel tank like? How much energy have they got right now? And then going deeper, what about your teams? Where are they at? What's their fuel, fuel tank like? What can we do to help that? My second thing I see that absolutely is a game changer is getting out of your setting. Getting off-site together as a team, whether it's if you're a rural school heading into a town setting, if you want to get it off-site, probably this is for a longer story or next story, but uh, getting on your bike, getting in a car rally, getting on a kayak, getting across on an island where we've had some of the most phenomenal well-being days where we all connect and share in a different way simply by being off-site.
1: I love the real-life examples that the two of you are sharing because often we know that it's important, but we sometimes struggle, especially if we are feeling pressurised. How do we make that happen? So I love those real-life examples that you're bringing to us. And speaking of which, <laughs> what personal strategy or tool do you find really helpful to boost your well-being? And what's, what's something for you? Oh, that's a
2: challenge to reduce it to one. But let's start with this for today. For me, and I've lived this right throughout my life, look up and look out. Wherever you are, stop what you're doing. Just pause, look up, look out. And just take a moment. There's always something that can lift your spirits, a seasonal change, skies, anything, a sound. Look up, look out.
0: Kia to Anne. And yes, I agree, it's very hard to get down to one, isn't it? But for me, at the moment, it's a phrase that Lucy Hone shared with us during our NZIWR training. And the phrase is, is this helpful or harmful? It's now one of my personal mantras. When I'm staying up late, is this helpful or harmful? When I'm overthinking something, is this helpful or harmful? When I'm trying to work out a response to maybe a tricky situation, is this helpful or harmful? When I can't be bothered getting out of bed, is this helpful or harmful? To be fair, sometimes it's both. Sometimes you do need to stay in bed, sometimes you don't. So is it helpful or harmful? That's my best tool at the moment
1: oh kia ora kōrua I love how you're gifting us ideas that work for you because I'm a big fan of why reinvent the wheel and so I'm just like oh yes I'm totally uh, reminding myself of those two phrases na nui kōrua for sharing your ideas and thoughts and I look forward to further conversations of tips and ideas and practical solutions to share with others about how to increase their well-being, both personally and professionally.
0: Tēnā koutou. you've been listening to a Yahoro Core Education podcast.